want to be happy, but I know it's a tough day today. It's a bit. It's been a bit of a rough week. Bro. It's been a rough week. So, like, yeah. do you want to dive right? In? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butter. I'm gonna start this week up in two ways. I'm gonna start this whole combo up in two ways. Uh, all right. So Monday, May twenty yeah. fifth, African Freedom Week. No shit. African Freedom Day. I turn it into a whole week just because that's Cause me. Because yeah, I'm like, what up? Well, that's you. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But um, African Freedom Day happened, and that's basically the foundation, like the celebrating the founding of the African Union, which is also kind of uh, kind of like celebrating the founding of the EU. It's like a really big thing. It's like right. the, when we kind of got our freedom, we kind of made an institution that would ensure our freedom, and that's the African Union. Right, okay. And that's like um, a conglomerate. I think all the African countries signed on. Maybe it's like 50 signatories at this point or wow, wow. out of the 53 countries or some shit like that. It's it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And to me, that day, it's always it's a somber day too because like for personally, I'm the only one celebrating my freedom. Africans are the only ones celebrating African freedom. That's that's one. You know what? I'm going to start this day off with several of these back-to-back. We're going to have... Popular black thought. It's where we're at. Yeah. yeah. Well, Africans are only people celebrating African freedom. And that's what African Freedom Day is to me sometimes. Because the reality is we don't... In my head. In my head. And uh, we we don't really... The most of the world, when I say we, I'm like... Because I'm out here participating in this fucking economy and culture. I'm complicit, right? So we don't actually want the freedom of, of Africa at large. It's, it was a thing that was genuinely taken and still being fought for. Right now, and when it extends the context of the week, in my opinion, when Africans don't have freedom, that's like meaning that literally means all black people don't have freedom. That's just my intersection. That's how I see it. And like, it's such a tough thing because everything that's happened this week on that same day, it's when we start hearing the news about George Floyd and even like, no, that was that previous weekend. And then we have all the other, we can, we can name. It's just lined up with this week in just such a weird way. In a weird way. So I'm thinking. Yeah. We are really not free. It really put the nail on the head for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I can yeah. definitely see that. It was, an, it was insane. And that, that, so, like, this week has been charged. It's been that. How, how have you been handling, Jason? We didn't even say hi to the people. Hi, people. Bro, yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, we stressed <laughs> out, yo. This yeah. is a gnarly week. It's It's been a bit rough. And honestly, it makes me, like, sad as hell. Obviously, you know, hmm. I'm looking at it from a completely different perspective, yeah. right? Just because, you know, it's not Latinos that are getting, you know, fucked over. In, in this scenario, right? Um, but, you know, regardless of it, it's still so fucked up to watch. Like, um, right? Because it's people. It's it's it's, it's humans. And, and especially a marginalized community like the black community in the United States is getting fucked. Like, just left, like, right, really and center. left right, and center. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Because, you, you know, we should be so past this. It's 2020. We're living in the future. Oh, and, like... so past it, this. It, so... This is why I picked the song I want to pick. I almost want to play this song right now, but I almost yeah, don't know. Just slam it on. Should we just do the shit? Yeah. Like, let's just know, let the it, does, it does set the mood, man. You know it's what I mean? Let's, yeah. let's tell people what's going on. Will Smith said this. In a, we're, we're all, all the ills are coming out today. Will okay, Smith right. said racism... What was, what was the quote? Like, racism isn't, uh, isn't over. It's being recorded now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we're in the 2020 age. We're like, we can see things. We can see everything in the whole world is going down. And yeah, the song by is called The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Of course. But in 2020, The Revolution Will Be Televised. And it's terrible. It's terrible. But like, we need it. Well, I mean, this is the, these are the first steps to change. Yeah. Right? Um, It's bringing that awareness. Now, I think that, you know, we should have already 
kind of surpasses because th- this has been brought to our attention many, 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 many times. It's many times. We can say it was what Trayvon Martin, or we can go even further back to Emmett Till once we figured out that bro, chick was lying. Bro. I don't know, but like, what's years. what's there? Yeah, you know, it's gonna be almost a hundred years of you know this shout out for awareness. <laughs> somebody do something. Somebody do something, like, dude. Why? Why are we still taking our time with it? You know, like. It's, it should be done. It should be done. Like, I saw a meme where there's a house on fire, and then there's a person with a hose, and they're spraying water onto their house that's not on fire. And the argument's like, yo, we're on fire. Can I get some water? Then, like, no, but my house might catch on fire if it's not damp. I got to water it. Like, oh, but if my house on fire, I, I won't have water for it, so I got to be... There's so many weird things. on fire, though, right? Put out the fire that's <laughs> yeah, happening right now. Fire, Don't yeah. think about the other ones. <laughs> Put out the fucking fire right now. Yeah. And it's just... It's been such a gnarly thing. Like, so let's talk about what happened this week. The protest yes. that happened in Toronto. Right. So the protests that happened in Toronto. Actually, I don't know. This is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. We just make a beat. Somebody huh? just needs to drop a beat right now, and then we can start. That was a hook. Jesus. Um, Fuck the police. No, hardcore. That's the beat. You know, I got one question. Hardcore question. Is there anything that people should take away from today? Because um, like a little bit of an interview. What's the one thing you want us to take away from today? In both your opinions, what the fuck do you know? What's the main point? If people didn't know and they were just completely ignorant, and this is all they're going to hear. The objective of not only the back eyes move, but also... Uh, progressives. Should be to defund, demilitarize, and eventually abolish the police. That's the move. That's yeah. the objective. Yeah. And we're marching towards that end because the police has been. <laughs> They're agents of the state. They're agents of white supremacy. Stand up, fight back. Yeah. It's just tired. Everybody's tired. Real shit. And I mean, we're young cats. Like, fuck it. I'm 26. I'm at. See, where hold you right now? 22. See that? How old you, my man? I'm 24. We're young. And it's kind of weird that we're like upset about this to such a degree. Like it's it's so common at this point, I guess. It's not weird. This is this is our life. Right? It's not weird. We're, we we're harassed. It's sad that everybody's so desensitized to it. That's exactly what's getting at. We're That's like, sad. and we and now we just have to be out here in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Absolutely. We're in the middle of a pandemic, risking our lives. Because it's uh, because our lives aren't recognized. Our rights aren't recognized. There it is. Hey yo. I'm going to leave it at that. That's the only point we need to remember. Um, Black Lives Matter. Let's say her name. Do you want us to do the honors? Regis Paquette. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Regis Paquette. Not another black death. Yeah. So even if it might have been if and or buts, that's why we all mobilized. Because we still were not sure. But even if it was on the slightest chance, thousands of people showed up in Queens Park. Yeah. Christy, I think no. it was more of a demonstration that like yeah. we like, don't never again just don't it was so yeah. intense and like yeah. so we started at Christie Pitts Park and the walk was meant to end in Queens Park and it was thousands of people more than it's a pandemic yeah thousands of people showed up and remarkably we had noodles yeah we were keeping distance we had hand sanitizer PPE was handed out if you need a new one they had it if you need water they had it they had people making sure we slowed down and kept pace so we weren't all too crowded it was remarkable. Like a well-managed protest, but not only sent a message, but also showed that 
people are respectful when they're protesting. You Done. Know? Done. Yeah. I flipped off a couple cops, I won't lie. But yeah. <laughs> I think that was part of the protest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I flipped off your friend, but like the, there's a whole thing. It's uh I, I don't know if I want to fully believe this, but like the, inst- the what the message is, it's A C A B. And that stands mm. for all cops are bad. Right. It's a tough message, but it's talking about the institution and why these things caught like the institution of the police force was kind of like created to manage the black property, which is black human property, which is black bodies. For That's the most why part, police were created. For the most part, they say like I mean in the in the states they like do have where though. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the, dude, poli- there's police in Africa. Is that yeah. what they were created for? I hope not, right? I hope <laughs> like, not. What like, the fuck? <laughs> but like the, the the idea might be the institutions were there just to control black bodies. Like you put you didn't police other white people. You policed what you owned. Right. And that's that's like that's what the idea is getting at. So all cops are bad. Speaking to that, but now I guess can we? Sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to give the context for the whole thing that went down. Right. Right. I, of yeah. course. Yeah. My yeah, bad. My not bad. Everyone, not everyone. Not everyone would have known. Yeah. We just got to do our diligence. So <laughs> the the thing that I uh, I'm a pack of, spoke, what I'm a pack oh, of bro for sure. Can yeah. I pour you some thing to drink. Um. You know what? I would just love a bowl. Oh. Okay. Oh, we're good. Okay. Let's go there. Cool. Um. Yeah. So. The what I, so I spoke to him because I didn't I, I wasn't actually informed right fully on what the situation was I knew that something was had gone down I knew that there was tension something was right up. Yeah. and I was like I need to actually find out the exact details of what's going okay. on here yeah. so you know I asked him exactly what was happening and I actually I got really two really cool perspectives because um, one of the the one of my friends is also um, big in the uh, basically green environmental world okay also so just like on social. Activist and organizer in yes, general. Yes, exactly. Very cool. Um, and so, you know, I got kind of two perspectives there because I got, you know, um, my buddy and then, you know, from my friend's description of what the situation was. And you know what? To be honest, they weren't on opposing sides by any means. They and weren't, which is which is great. Any decent person, your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. And um, and my, 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 my buddy actually, he's, he was just like straight up. He was like, the thing is, is we just don't actually know. Damn. Right? What went down? And actually, this is something that the Toronto Police is now investigating, um, yeah. really, really putting some 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 things forward to because body cams are going to be a thing. So they have not fully been like they've been suggested, they've been implemented in some case, but now it's going to be like standardized. No, now in it's sense? now it has to be a thing. Okay, yeah, because there has to be a hundred percent accountability, right? Without one hundred percent accountability, then you could have misinformed. People, if you have lethal acting. force, I need to know what the fuck you're doing yeah, with that lethal force. Exactly, 100%. exactly. And then the, it makes the cops accountable for what their actions are, right? And it goes beyond like, okay, I mean, the the story that I've been told was that, um, like they fell off the yes, building, yes, right? And supposedly there was um, a rumor going around that it was a push off, yes, right. Uh, and then there was also that she was trying to jump to the next balcony. Yeah, that, that was right? a third other part. And then that's right. at the same time when that was kind of coming out, neighbors were saying that they might have seen her may, trying to make move from one balcony to another. Yes. And well, that's what the, the police have stated is that what would happen. Right? But I mean, I think the family said they were calling them in for a mental health episode. So maybe it was a domestic thing that the cops were called in for. True. They were they went upstairs. right? Yeah. They knocked on the door. Yeah. Right. And she was. Obviously, like not in a good mental state, in a, not in, in a good mental in a state, state where she needed help. Exactly, and uh, at that point, it was just like I. They're not. We we don't know. We don't know. But what was said is that they went in and they calmly asked, "Can you know what what is the issue?" And she just didn't want to be detained. So I mean, right? I I want to say like I'm trying to. I'm going to weigh the other side. I, did they fail to de-escalate? 
I think that... Or they're this, not trained how to. That may be like a shortcoming of the cops, but... I think that it was potentially, you know, there's a lot attached to it, right? Right, yeah. Okay, if I was a black person and I saw a white cop approaching me when I'm in a moment of distress, you, you know, shit's going to hit the fan, man. <laughs> right? Especially this week. Especially well, after especially George Floyd, we have yeah. the whole and the entire Minneapolis is burning. Like we can, we'll hit that later. But like exactly, you know. Exactly. But and and so you know, in that situation, cops do need to be, I think, in a way trained. Um, especially you know, if you're a white cop, you have to deal with the situation completely differently. Now I'm gonna push one. Here's another weird question. Yeah. Something that was posited at the protest. I was live there. Yeah. Abolish the police. Is there a, like we're just gonna hypothetical the fuck out of this right now? So like get rid of police. And is there a world where we don't need police? And like, uh, do you think? Okay, are the police one hundred percent necessary? Like, let's ask that fucking question. Because I mean, yeah. the idea is that police once again, like, let's say if all cops are bad, they systemic. They are just a, the idea of them is to control property, human property in that sense, quote unquote. If that's even allowed to say, my bad. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's that's that still exists though. Yeah. You know that's, that, that's the fucked up. Though. That mentality still yeah. exists, right? So, if that's their objective. In a world without the oppression of, let's say, and they even went as far as to, in the protest saying abolish capitalism. If they went as yeah. that far, if we didn't have to live in the condition of like, uh, I guess capitalism is, so to speak, uh, servitude, it makes you, it capitalism makes you injure yourself on a day-to-day -day basis if you're right. living in this kind of condition that's that seems to be common sense, but also isn't. So it feels like everyday living capitalism is self-injury. Would we need cops if we were not living in this state of self-inflicted like damage all the time? You know, it's interesting because you could go as far as saying that, yeah, the homeless problem is a result of capitalism, right? Yeah, um, we can go all the way back there, yeah. I'll tell you something, like, the cops deal with the homeless mainly. That's actually mainly what they're doing. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I'm just gonna, um, how about this? I'm going to give you a fucking point for that little one right there because yeah. that is actually worth the consider. They, yeah. Most like, of their job is doing that a funny. A lot of their time is spent dealing with homeless people, right? And so... Not protecting... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, and then, you know, obviously there's the basic things that I think yeah. that cops are necessary for, but they don't necessarily do cops. I feel like it's more like investigators. They should be civil servants attached. They should be how the civil servants with people who might, in case they go to weird places, they might need some protection. That's about it. Yeah. Or like, I think if, okay, if like if someone gets murdered, right, someone has to investigate. Investigate. Right. And so we do need investigators. 100% totally. guaranteed. Yeah. And people who can problem solve in those situations. Wicked. Now, do we need people that are... Controlling showing your parking tickets and all that shit. I mean, and they have one response: show up and like their only gam. The only reason the power is that we have force. That's their only leverage yeah. of power. Not that we have knowledge. Not that we have. But you know what? Help. Like traffic control is useful. Is useful. Yeah, it, it keeps us safe. Computers. Computers. Let are them automate important. it. Let them automate it. Boop -a -doop. Yeah, I mean there would be a hundred percent accountability. Cops cannot catch everyone that's speeding, but a computer there, can. There it is. I mean, like. That's I, I'm glad we're. I'm, thank you for joining me on this little journey, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my pleasure, man. <laughs> this is the, actually this is the phenomenal and you know kind Worth. of brutal way to close off the day. Yeah, but you know I think a hundred percent. You know. Oh, that's for you, by the way. In case. Oh, you thank you, bro. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's great that we can talk and bring awareness because, yeah. you know. As much as everyone's talking about it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's enough. We we haven't flushed it out. We haven't I said because. <laughs> I, I was there and it felt like we were fucking fed up. Like I was there and I won't lie. It was a wonderful feeling to be firstly, that was the most human conduct I'm going to get. And I couldn't touch people. You know what I mean? We still, we couldn't touch people, but like that's the most human conduct I'm going to get. And at one point I was just thinking, this feels great to have people here and enough standing up for it. Cause 
the the protest was so young, but also in Toronto specifically, it was so full of different people. Yeah. It was when I say different types of people, it was everyone I expected, and I won't lie, I won't. There was, I was glad to see a bunch of white faces there because usually I've been to a couple of these. It's just like upset black people like myself and a couple. I, I was glad to see enough just white people out there trying to do things and trying to like maybe they weren't even taking space. They were they not like they weren't enforcing themselves, but they were just there participating, and it was really quite respectful. I want to give a little bit of a dap for that, yeah. but then also fucking next uh, the idea is that uh <laughs> people the solidarity the people were fed up yeah. people are generally fed up and it was just not another black life is one of my favorite hashtags and also people who organized and it felt so good yeah and how about this you know the way they burnt the police station in minneapolis yeah but i mean well there's a lot of fires happening in minneapolis right now and i don't think they're necessarily doing the best job of putting them out nope nope yeah. nope <laughs> but i bring attention to that act because it's a specific thing because let's say if you're really mad yeah at the police station you don't loot the other things like at that point when they burnt the police station they'd been other maybe two other locations that kind of got ruined those weren't even by the main group the main group that raided and burned that police station sent a direct message fuck the police that was a straight up fuck you yeah and so here in toronto what we did was walk directly to the police headquarters oh that's how the protest ended. that's where the protest ended because we we're supposed to go to queen's oh. park but they were like anti-corona protesters there and we're like right. we don't want to be confused with these idiots yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we went to fucking well, it was a totally different. It was a totally different reason. Yeah, and it was just weird. And like there are helicopters flying overhead, but people were at one point. I'm walking in the protest. I start hearing music, right? And I'm like, "Is there a speaker somewhere?" And I keep looking up. I keep looking left. Like there are buildings. There are people up in their buildings watching, and it's just a bunch of really cranky old white people. And I want to. I want to <laughs> give them the benefit of the doubt, but I also don't. To that, that yeah, yeah, on that no. day, I was not given the no, benefit of the doubt. Like in hindsight, <laughs> I might be a little nicer, but on that day, I'm like, "Yo, fucking Karens, you aren't be down here," because they were older people in that crowd, just there walking with us. So every time I saw like a salty old lady just looking down at me, just I just thought of the worst. I'm like, "Yo, you're yeah. probably just looking down, and be like, oh, these fucking just that whatever." She just was not an ally. She wasn't even trying. And I was like, wherever these people were, I just there were so many waspy motherfuckers up there it was fucking right. hilarious but that was just mid-protest and back to the music i was walking so i keep looking up i keep looking left right and there's literally people walking around with saxophones trumpets and da 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 really and they're playing like amazing grace and like all these soulful songs and then they're also turning up and partying and they're like leading the call and response and it was one of the more gnarly things i've seen in a protest and it was just wonderful crazy that's that's you know but that's like i think that's how a protest is supposed to be it's supposed to be full expression right full expression and like any form of expression is great. I might even have some audio, but please, yeah. Um, and I, I do feel that it was really important that it happened mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I think it sends the message that it's not about the violence. No, it has nothing to do with violence. It's just we want everyone to be okay, Period. and we want everyone to not be afraid, <laughs> right? Because what the fuck's the point of living afraid all the time in a place that supposedly accepts everybody? The real shit is like it feels like being an endangered species well, sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, why am I being hunted? You know, very strange. And not like actively, but like passively. I'm like, oh snap, they got me. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? That's fucked up, dude. That's not like that's not a proper way to exist. Not not in this world that we've created today. No. This is supposedly for everyone. It was not the promise. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. not the. It wasn't what was told, or guaranteed in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it wasn't what was agreed upon. Because this is just democratic, right? Like this. Supposedly, we live in democratic countries. The United States is a democracy, supposedly. It's just one of the gnarlier things. Right? And yet, somehow... How about... Oh, my bad, sorry to cut you off. This is it. Oh, cool. And these guys are just walking in the middle of the protest. This guy, the trumpet, this guy passed out. 
Oh, really? She's been walking and playing for about a kilometer and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, my guy needed to breathe. This is wicked. Yo. That, it, it's so wicked. It was fucked up. It was fucked up, but it was also just damn. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, man. I just I found that. I figured it would be a nice little in, inlet. Into no, there. no, I know. It's beautiful, dude. And it's really, it really is nice to see. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say like, when you told me that there was a protest, that's when I first heard about oh, that yeah, protest. Hey? Yeah, you told me I'm going to protest. I'm like, I totally get it. Like, okay, yeah, man, <laughs> it, right on, <laughs> right? Like, it was so weird because, like, I can imagine people being mad. I can understand that. I can fully get it. But like, then you also, can't really be mad at it though. Yeah. See, that's what the thing. When you're mad at it, you, it points something out about you. Yeah. Oh, this is more. What's more important, and that's okay. You're allowed yeah. your priorities. In the world, like the struggle of the weakest person should be most the greatest priority for the any democracy, yes. right? Like, and it's just if people be mad at it, fuck them. You know what? And I know in Toronto, things have happened, yeah. right? Things have happened. Yeah. But, um, you know, we are in a way still lucky that it's not near or even close. Hmm. And yeah. we should never ever get even close. No way. Should never get even close. Spider Man One. Remember yeah. Peter Parker in Spider Man One? He's in the cage fight. Yeah. And then there's that fucking brute at the bottom who's trying to fucking him up. He's like when he's trying to first find out his powers. He's doing yeah, that yeah, wrestling match. Doing the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he's he's up there in the little corner. Yeah. And the the brute's down there. Yeah. Canada and America. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's so true. That's the meme I saw this week. I'm just gonna give that. That's, that's so a, true. That makes so much sense. Uh, it's and, and, it, and it's and it's wild, right? And but you know. Toronto's a cool place like that. Great. Now you go up to Montreal and it's a bit of a different situation. Like you go into Quebec and, and it's a bit of a different situation, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, racism does exist in Quebec. Well, that, there's a different intersection there because I mean, not to blame French culture for anything, but like there's definitely not specific, but there's an in-group, out-group. Montreal has is creating its own kind of like we want to be a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they have a very, I, they have a very strong identity, and when you have a strong identity, you're gonna lash out to things that don't match that. Exactly. Exactly. It, it and and that sense. is happening. And yeah. and it's weird. It's weird. Um yeah. considering that, you know, it's pretty much basically Toronto. And and the fucked up thing is you go there and you feel so open as hell and then all of a sudden it's like these people are so open and then Fuck they're you, like bro. also like fuck everyone that's not from Quebec. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I and thought you're like, we were homies. What the fuck are you talking about? So why why are we hanging out? Do you speak French? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, Quebec. Yeah. Hey, I'm leaving in a bit. They won't know. And dude, yeah. <laughs> There's some pretty pretty hardcore division that I've seen no, uh, inside of Montreal itself. Just like, you know, the people from France strictly hanging out with people from France. It's weird. So, like, why are we still doing these things? Like, I mean, <laughs> so, like, when we talk about this whole idea, you mentioned France and Montreal. people, And it's just, like, the whole protest, things they kept on bringing up was the whole idea of colonialism yeah. being the major enemy. Yeah. And that, and like... We can talk about the initial sin, but I'm really glad we didn't get trapped on um, Canada being the enemy, because Canada is another product of colonialism. So, like, of course, yeah. people really went above and beyond in their thinking. And at the end of at the end of the uh, protest, so right in front of the 52nd precinct, just dead ass right there, people decided to set up some speakers, and a couple of speakers went up and spoke. <laughs> they set oh, really? up speakers, went up and like <laughs> so. I think at a TV moment, people yeah. set up speakers. And the speakers went up and spoke. The speakers went up and spoke. <laughs> yeah, they okay. made us drink the drink we drunk and got yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, but like it was really good. And they made points that were just so salient. You just have to recognize that like taking time and respecting the family, being there, action. Yeah. Standing outside in the middle of something that is ultimately dangerous, but showing what is important. 
Yeah. Really important because even Corona does affect black people more. And that's strictly because of the conditions of the set of country, like structural inequality. That's why Corona affects black people, not because we're more weak or nothing like that, just because da da da. Well, naturally, I mean, if you've got, you know, marginalized communities without the ability to actually separate or isolate properly. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> You're going to see more cases, man. Like, yeah. there's just no doubt. There's no doubts there about it. And marginalized communities don't have enough cash as non marginalized communities, which of is worse. Is that part of the definition of marginalized? Can we just assume that it means cash as well? Marginalized means just in every aspect, just getting fucked. Cool. Good, 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 yeah. good, good. Yeah. So, in that <laughs> sense, and even <laughs> money and everything. <laughs> so, if that's the term, like, why can't we see it so clearly? So, then if people, a, a friend of mine had a bit of a shoot, they worried about my safety because they understand that the police state is very real. Of and course, yeah. and they're a little bit upset for me risking myself because they are almost like you know how crazy how crazy dangerous it is, especially being a black person. Why the fuck are you doing this? And even now, Corona, da 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 da. And like I, I was grateful, but I was a little bit like, all right, no, 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 pause. I, I have to. If I'm not gonna go out and walk, who the fuck is? I can't expect people. Yeah. Ooh, here's a fun one. You want to hit that unpopular black thought button? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you got the juice. We can. And Jason, do you remember the new segment I want to bring popular up? Popular black thought. With, oh, with the questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, so the unpopular black thought, here it is. The next time a black person is getting killed by a cop and you see something and you're a, like a white person walking by, I need you to spear tackle that motherfucker. I just need you to see like some do 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 straight through the, like just yeah. dive through that cop. Put your body on the line because at this point, if it's life on the line and you have that privilege, you, you, you'll get assault of an officer and save a life. That's true. And no matter what the person's doing, they'll defend you. Because, I mean, the second I see that, I'm like, oh, shit, homie's on my side. You're, you're getting the best lawyers. Yeah. I imagine you're getting, like, who's who's not going to come to your side? Oh, no, you did you did an act of, like... You saved human. a life. Yeah. <laughs> really? You saved a life. You literally saved a life. That's yeah. anti-racism embodied. Literally embodied. Yeah. So, like, that's that's my thought. Like, I know people might think it's a little wild for me to tell my white guys to start, like, assaulting <laughs> cops. But, like, if you see a black body on the line and... You know that I personally. If I mean, if you definitely, if you see, if you see a black uh, or a black person's, um, basically, like, literally, like, if in that situation, yeah, yeah George Floyd, a life is on the line. Life is on the line. That's messed up, right? Like, I mean, anybody would act. Anyone would yell and be like, "Dude, stop! What are you doing?" And they right? say, like, "Don't record," but like, as a black person, that's all you can do because interacting bro, with the cops only gets worse. Again, hundred percent accountability if someone records. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, I, I, how about this? Bodies I know this, man. this might suck, but I might not tackle a cop. I wish I'd have that. Maybe if I had like ability to get away, because I'd still be afraid of the repercussions because I'm black. But as a white person, I figure that maybe the cops would be like act differently. They think, oh, I must have done something really wrong if this big old white dude tackled me. That's true, actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I might be the only action I might feel reasonable to do is recording. That's why there's so many videos of these black people getting killed because right. that's all black people can do. We can't. Assault cops because then it's black people assaults officer in the middle of arrest versus black person saves like the 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 white the white savior narrative might be something that we can re-co-opt once again. Oh sure, it's yeah. kind of weird. I know it's fucked up. I mean, it, it sounds a bit weird to say, but like I get it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. No, I totally get it. It may not, and like people are almost tired of allies because allies are almost not enough anymore. I need motherfuckers to <laughs> to dive in. Like literally, like yeah, to save Put my your life. life on a line to to save a life. Period. And like it doesn't mean, and that's that's the most extreme case. But like now, yeah. How how might you engage with it personally? Like you think it's a tough question. Myself, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the kind of guy that would really think about tackling someone first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm oh. pretty I'm pretty thought out. <laughs> that was the unpopular side of my thought. 
do something is the main would, moral. I would immediately, though, yes, act. Yeah. I would act and I would make a statement yeah. immediately and to yeah. the, the said cop. And if said cop stopped, you know, was wasn't backing off, yeah, I would immediately threaten them, right? Like I'd be like, "Listen, man, like I'm literally going to call the cops I, on you." <laughs> I don't. And how this? I don't need to ask any further. I don't need like you don't need to implicate yourself. Don't need tell yeah. me you're going to punch a cop. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I know you'd be there for me. That's nice. No, but like, how this? Dude. With your family, how how are you going to have the conversation with your family? Because I don't know like what it's like in your community. I'll tell you what it's like in my community. And Please I'll hit tell me. You, I'll tell you something really fucked up. Hit in, me. No, this media. Let's go there. In my community, okay. Ooh, ooh. Um, because okay, I mean, you know, like Latinos are usually pretty chill with mm. um, like with everything, really, Mellow. for the most part. Mm. I mean, you got you talk about like the North American Latinos; they're pretty chill. I like that. It's right? a good quality. Be chill. But at the same time, um. Yeah, racism definitely exists. We all got that bug. Percent, dude. Like, definitely, I can tell you that in Bolivia, people are racist towards black people, and the fucked up thing is, they're not that far off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're so many shades of uh, gray away from each other. Yeah, like, yeah. bro. Like, how could you even? Anyways, that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so. Univision and Televisión, which are really big networks for okay. the Latino community, especially, you know, for like our parents, okay. you know, yeah. um, they are basically framing these like protests as a black problem. Oh, interesting. And it's kind of fucked up. They're like basically filming these protests and saying that like the aggressors are the black people and that they should be stopped. Oh, no, that's right. Like, but where might that understanding come from? Because I mean. Let's let's. Well, it's because they're sided with the cops. Okay. I, ultimately, at the end of the day. And like, right? is that because like there's a, is it like because like what value would incline, incline like the community to like lean on the cop side versus the struggle side? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's because Latinos are racist, man. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. I'm I'm trying like to find old, something. Like the older generation of Latinos, they're they're racist as hell. Is it right? like? Is there Christian values behind that? 100 percent Christian it, values. Okay. Um, very very conservative. Okay. Like, yeah. Like that is. If you talk about the older mm. Latino generation, True. that is them. Like, if you talk about, you know, my my grandma's mm. side of, like, the world, yeah. right? Like, yeah, man, they were racist as hell. I can say my grandparents were racist as well, but, like, that was a reaction to the rest of the world, I think. Because my grandparents yeah. were, like, the children in the village. And, like, oh, shit changes around them because the rest of the world is happening to them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not with them or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, they don't, they'll say fuck shit about Chinese people. And yeah, dude. I, well, I mean, I think that's, like, that's just kind of, like... The mentality of, of the older that generation. generation, but now right. like, what about us? Like, how about your like your peers, like your cousins and stuff? How do they like? I don't know, like not cousins, but like, because I know in like no, in my, Uganda, my cousin, my cousin, like see, like the generation. Our responsibility now is to just mm. educate our parents the whole way through, right? So like, literally, that's that's pretty much what all the young Latinos are doing now. It's going like, mom, dad, like you realize this is fucked up, right? Like to say or do, like you know, <laughs> like I, I'm pretty cool, like because my parents are like. Fairly open and wicked, yeah. Regardless of whether they grew up in that, they understand that like that's not a way to feel or treat somebody, right? Yeah, real shit. But I mean, yeah, they'll slip. They'll slip once in a while, you know, because like it's not practice. That's just how they grew. That's how their parents completely were. Uh, uh, like that's how their entire school was. Like this is yeah. normal. Yeah, really. And know, how about this? For them. <laughs> I'll slip in certain ways because today the today slip the way you might slip is like um, misgendering a, a person. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean, yeah. and that that's that'll be the equivalent of today's slip. And back then, yeah. they might have slipped out like an n bomb. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my bad, fuck, uh, or like my not exactly an n bomb, but like something like that's just not racially sensitive. Yeah. And so now, for them to update even further, it's like, it's tough. hundred you know I mean? percent. And like, 100%. and like, well-meaning people might slip up, but like, we just have to increase our sensitivity. 
Totally. Well, no, I think the the best thing to do, yeah. right, when someone slips up is just be like, hey, man, listen, like, you know, yeah. you slipped up. Like, there's not, like, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be pissed no. at you or no. anything, but, like, dude, like, you know, just make you aware of it. Yeah, I'm going to bring your attention to this, and you should be just a little bit more cautious and take another second to think about this issue. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that person will remember that conversation in a way better way, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, probably want to make a fucking difference because they're not a bad person most no. of the time. And that's the thing. <laughs> 99% uh, of the time. Now, here's a, here's a conversation that we got to have that's kind of interesting. Um, So... There was a little meme on, that came up on IG, and then it, once again came up in the protest. Oh, please! Uh, I, I was, I was, I was clear my shit. Don't worry, do you have any? Um, <laughs> I got more too. Okay. I think I have a little box that I can bring in as well. Oh, I have a second box. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, we got boxes. Um, <laughs> so, oh shit, where was I? Where was I? Oh, snap, 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 snap. What was what just? I was saying some. Oh yeah, okay. A little meme on Instagram, and it was it was basically a pyramid. And it said socially unacceptable racism at the top. And then 90, like, and that was like a good 10% of the pyramid. And then 99%, the other, like, the good 90% of it was socially acceptable racism. And I had this conversation with somebody I was like, somebody I'm seeing, and they're like, uh, What is socially acceptable racism? Wait, wait, hang on. Yeah, you got to explain to me what is socially acceptable racism, because that sounds interesting. Right, and the point <laughs> I was making is that um, have ever, if you've ever caught yourself saying, like, uh, there's only one race, the human race, or um, not. Not exactly. That's not the worst one. That's that was like at the very bottom of the rank. That's like right. that's the lowest level of social. Against that means you're almost not racist. You know what I mean? Like, right. But like then the other would would be like um, I don't see color, and that's socially acceptable racism because you're like, it's like all the weird ways that I don't see color. What does that even mean? Right, and that's just that's another <laughs> that's just erasure. And like when you yeah. hear that from somebody, like no, 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 like color exists and people die because of it. Say that. You know what I mean? It's like the whole idea of I don't... So these different versions of... Or like let's say somebody with a swastika tattoo or somebody, yeah. a neo-Nazi in today's culture. Socially acceptable racism because Nazis were fucking racist. Why are you trying to be neo-anything fucking racist? Yeah. You know, it's like... it's like, I can't be like a neo-Rwanda genocide or like... It'll be a very weird thing. It'll be fucking weird. A neo <laughs> And also wouldn't make any sense. It'll make no yeah. sense, but yeah. like that that's the exact posit. You know, and that's like... That's the weird contrast. A neo Hutu. What the fuck does that even mean? Or ne- dude, I don't think there's such thing as neo racism. Racism is just racism, right? Right. So like, it's just, <laughs> so and, other than one definition, it's pretty simple too. And then even <laughs> like, um, how, how's another example of socially acceptable racism? Oh, um, when asking somebody uh, personally, like this is my TCK gripe. Oh, where are you really from? Where are you really from? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And in that sense, like the whole diagram is trying to point to attention that, oh, we might all participate in everyday racism. And the larger point I want to make is that maybe every, like everything's fucking racist and it's so rough to fucking ever get there because it feels like once you say that, you have to throw the whole thing out. But the real thing is put out the fires you can. Yeah. And that's what the point's going. Like we can't, like we had the conversation abolish cops. Yeah. I'd love to get to that point, but right now let's, put out the fires. I'm just trying to, th- yeah, I'm just really trying to figure that one out too. I've still been thinking about it because yeah. like, I don't think you can abolish cops. The cops aren't inherently bad. But like, uh, the ideal society doesn't really have much policing for it. Like, we, we all have the idea of utopia, right? We all, yeah. oh yeah, it's all, f- and we all know what that means and like, why not move to, maybe not towards utopia but towards a place that is better and like right now it's like we're settling for this yeah. condition of police but now, So hang on, hang on, wait, wait. Okay, wait. let's go. This is now building on the topic that mm. you genuinely believe that we can potentially be better. Yes. Right? Yeah. To the point where we could be in utopia. No, no, we should strive for that. Because, I mean, ideals are great. Okay. Like, we can never really get there. But, like, if we keep moving towards that goal, it's, maybe it might feel like that for some people. Yeah. 
quote unquote, depending on your privilege, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, and I bet it feels like that for some people right now. And then we're, we're trying to like, I'm even, I'm going to, I'm going to allow ignorance. People are allowed to be in their own bubble. Right. And, but like once people are demand, like once the world's demanding action outside that respond. Right. And so maybe we can, there'll be a point where we stop demanding action about these massive things and we'll pay, we'll pay attention to smaller issues. Like I want my street lamps to be yellow. I'd love to get to that point. That's utopia in my sense where we right, can complain okay. about the small things. Just the little things. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Actually, that would be really, that would be perfect. I mean, I've really, you know, for a long time mm. in my life wanted to believe, mm. um, that I could see us getting to a certain point where things are pretty marginal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it's like almost like inside my heart, I know. <laughs> it's so sad. It's honestly, it's so sad. <laughs> I, I, okay, so Jason, I, um, what do we give ourselves? A, uh, and then, and then just like yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. 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 Inside my heart, my, I know that like humans just. I don't think we can do it. I don't, uh, because maybe. Maybe I've just seen too much shit. On know? that point, seen too much <laughs> shit. I'm going to give you a little, like, you know, I hope we have that segue button. Is this it? All right, no, I guess I'm just going to have to break yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, give it to me. All right. <laughs> They've been violence in the streets of Minneapolis. Yeah. We got people acting reckless, trying to cap a bitch. Whoa, they drove a truck through a crowd. People were screaming real loud. And now Donald Trump pronouncing he'd be shutting down crowds, sending the troopers around like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So a truck ran into a uh, crowd of people. Like a yeah, thousand people. Bro. Like if I was at the protest, and not just a truck, a tanker. Like yeah, the kind of shit that people imagine blows up. At, like That happened earlier on today. This is the 31st right, of May. Right, show me the video. That was so messed up it doesn't make sense like so this is white supremacy yeah <laughs> and we can't deny it doesn't like every time well, now people, we know it's just it just brought them out it's it so real out. like yeah. we can't say it isn't real and that's the other part so like are we all fucking racist and like i've come to the conclusion i'm a little bit racist but not not in the way that most people might understand but i'm complicit in a racist system like the fact that i'm here participating i chose to come here to i'm an immigrant for the school i want to come to the system because i know that the outcomes are different inside the it's almost like come to the belly of the beast for more cash versus <laughs> living on the periphery and yeah. like scrounging, like, which is not scrounging, but like global South economies. Yeah. It's different money outcomes. Well, I mean, you also, you also think about like, you know, everyone talks, I think in the world probably, right, about schooling in North America and those schools allowing you to have more opportunities. And so now here's a big question. Corona kind of shook the whole West. The Western ideal shake like that. People don't look at it the same. You know what I mean? We think, yeah. oh, you guys be fucking up. Brexit, Corona, da 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 da. Like, and now the here's the thing that's happening. This is why I bring this up. This is mad geopolitics on the continent. Okay. Right. I'm about to I'll, show I'll, me. Yeah. So show me the light. There's the there's this organization called the African Development Bank. Okay. And uh, the African Development Bank is the equivalent of the World Bank, but on an African scale, if I can put that. Okay. So they deal with trillions of dollars and they are a massive political body. Like the uh, the World Bank has ambassadors. It's like the UN. They have ambassadors that go to the UN. The right. World Bank has representatives there that sit and delegate millions of dollars to people. Super cool. So this African Development Bank, same scale. Cool. Right? Their current head is a uh, 
A white man? No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bro, in the beginning, that's how it was, <laughs> man. Oh, dude, dude. So the African African Development Bank is also an organization started by the AU. So it's very much tied into the cool. African. So it's really out here. So um, the current leader is a Nigerian person. And they are very, they've been described as the most pro-African leader of the bank so far. Cool. Right? So geopolitics, what's going on is U.S. is currently trying to... Uh, put a blemish on this person's image and like trying to pull this pulling the reins yeah. on the motive on whatever their their intentions are by accusing them of nepotism and just not good dealings in the sense well he may be corrupt or there was some money missing he's misallocating funds and has favoritism they're trying to do that oh. whole play okay and that's because this person is a more independent than others and potentially leaning like and the u.s is worried about losing power in africa when china is already oh. gaining power in africa it's all this strange games they play. And please tell me how we got here so I can loop this back up. Uh, we were talking about geopolitics. Why did I bring that up? Why'd you bring up geopolitics? I don't know. You were about to educate me on something. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Regarding geopolitics. And oh, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Snap. But like, I, I need to tie this into racism. I need to, <laughs> how do I tie this into racism, Jason? Okay. Um, I'm not sure because you're talking about a body that is some or is believed to be corrupt. And, and it's other countries that are actually controlling the outcome of whether or not that actually is true. Oh, so how about this? Maybe I'm just going to put this on a... Uh, ooh, we talked about another news item right before this. It was people running into a truck. White supremacy is real. Um, I broke it down about... Uh, I love um, the retracing of the steps. Yeah, no, this is actually... <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is the podcast. I broke it down about uh, the truck going into people and somehow I blank out between the truck and here. Yeah, and then I don't know what is what is geopolitical and ra like what is geopolitical racism. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So <laughs> the idea is that they want to control the outcomes that happen in Africa because they still don't want an independent Africa. That's one right. sentiment. So like the slander against this individual is like it's a way to uh, manipulate the outcomes. And sure, people don't like him, and maybe he may not be yeah. fully good at his job. But like the idea of like the U.S. pulling funding from the World Health Organization. And all these things. It's just different well, levels yeah, they of just, power. They just want more accountability, which I think that is actually a good move. It's not a terrible yeah. move, yeah. but it's also, I have the power. To, if I do this right now, you're fucked. You know what I you mean? You don't do it right now. <laughs> don't do it right now. That's a bad idea. And it's just that <laughs> positioning of it all. Yeah. It's like, don't do it right now. But yeah, that should probably happen. I think it will increase accountability. We were asking questions about, was it a utopia? Oh, snap. I wonder, this, this should make sense at one point later on in the podcast. I swear to God. I'm going to figure out why I brought up geopolitics. I swear, to, I'm I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you're gonna do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna swear to God. Are you gonna swear to Satan there on the table? I'm gonna swear to our dear Lord, <laughs> the sweet. <laughs> you know it's messed up, dude. Because like that used to be a symbol of like some really bad shit, right? Yeah. And now we just kind of laugh at it because it's just a dude with horns, right? It's it's not even that. It's more like yo, we can't wrap our lives up in imagery, man. Like yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, dude, okay, I'm a hypocrite. Oh, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. My mom's probably also really like, she probably just woke up from a dream right now. So yeah, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Is it insensitive to make fun of Christianity? Um, You know what? At this point, no. Are you sure? Uh, Christianity is part of colonialism. I'm, I'm over you're, it. You're over it, yeah. I'm over it. Dead it. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I just wondered. I'm like, yeah, I just targeted an entire group of people. And I just like, with no ways about it. I laughed at something they fear, dread. Well, I laugh at fear. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. My favorite quote from Lion King. <laughs> Simba was a bad man, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, let's see if I got this transition right here. Is this the one? We're nice. on to news right about now. Oh, hey, yeah. Well, I mean, we just targeted a lot of news. Yeah. But yes, give me something. Um, SpaceX. That was cool. That was actually like one like kind of positive thing in the whole like slew of it all. I guess it was it was a nice, pleasant distraction. But then I can bring it back to capitalism. Yeah, but, but also, oh, man. But also I, I, let me take off my revolutionary cap. No, yeah, but <laughs> but uh, no, it was cool. Okay, um, people in space, people are going to space. Cool. Yeah. It, was, it was a cool launch to watch. I mean, it was also the launch where... We're actually utilizing the reusable space yeah. X rockets. I'm happy for science. Right? Yeah. I mean, in, in a science front, like, super cool, man. Like, super cool. Um, like, I think that this is the beginning of space travel in twenty in, in, in the 21st century. Yeah, this is the, actually, like, getting a casual and stuff. I think this is going to be the beginning of what marks, you know, man by 2100 literally exploring the stars. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I yeah. can believe that, to be quite frank, because we really haven't been playing around anymore. We're actually doing our... Bro, the second we're able to get, because we're, we're having these nuclear fusion reactors on Earth now, right? The second that we get one of those on a ship, it's game over. It's done, hey? It's game over. Okay. Yeah, because then that's, first of all, it's an unlimited source of fuel, right? You could literally travel forever. If we figure out how to upload people to a cloud and then re-upload them into their bodies while being in a cryogenic chamber, it's done dude we have space travel okay okay <laughs> yeah i just fucking just launched that one <laughs> are we are we are we are we going there okay um <laughs> yes casual, casual. I'm, I'm here for this i'm here for this um yeah we really might be on the cusp of it. like i mean maybe let's say five years from now rich people are going to be casually bumping up and down into space like kanye yeah. might do a space dude kanye's tour. definitely going to be in space you, you, you mentioned that that guy wants so to sad. live forever. I'm okay. going to be the first. <laughs> I did. You know what he's going to do? Actually, okay, this would be sick because you can travel around the whole world in 24 hours in like in a couple hours around space because the orbit's right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I performed around the whole world. One, <laughs> one concert around the whole world. I can't world. wait. That's me. I can't wait. I would be here for that. Oh, my God. Me and Virgin partnered up to give the whole world some music. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Richard, you hear with me? <laughs> Yo, Richard. <laughs> oh, Kanye is the guy. I, I'm actually, I, I'd let him come back for that. Why like, is he a Trump supporter? That's what I want to know. Yo, man, safety and strangeness. It's just, it's just an odd thing, honestly. Like, oh, dude, in news, actually. Okay. Did you see? I don't know. This isn't verified because I saw it on an Instagram post that's usually for memes, so mm. I don't know if it's real. But okay. it looked real. Okay. And it sounded real. Um, yeah, Trump was bragging about the Secret Services uh, inside the White House and how they were ready to respond to protesters, right? Excited to respond to protesters. That they were so well prepared that they could take anything, right? And he was, he said, he saw these guys. And they were so well prepared for this that he didn't fear a thing. It's Bro, like, come and fight me is what the president's saying. That's that's what I mean. Like, as a president, you do not say things like that. It's weird. It's like, not like, don't stop. Not like, be calm. He's like, I don't even want to bring up anything this person. He's like, like, come at me. What a weird, like, I want to like, do I have a drop that's appropriate for this? I don't know. I don't know. It's just... More and more. Yeah, that's all you can. That really is the only thing that like. What an really idiot! Like encompasses that. Yeah. It makes no sense. Like I've heard him. Like he. 
Evidently, the per- he tried to. Uh, I just want to call him the person. Like I don't. Yeah, the person. Evidently, the person tried <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, that that mandem. No, he's not a mandem. He's not deserve that. He's not a mandem. No. Sorry, Toronto guys, my bad. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Jamaicans. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So evidently, he's he tried to calm down uh, people with like a couple of these. Like, yo, I'm I'm mourning for the death of George Floyd, and then that same quote goes around and calls. Uh, and that's like maybe a tweet later calls everyone thugs. And la la la's. See, that's just fucked. You, c- dude. And then good people are still like North Carolina, although they're. Re- I don't know, man. Like thugs is because they destroyed violence. It's because they became thugs when they became violent, right? Yeah. That's the that's his mentality. But like, if you have been peaceful for so long and being murdered, what is the only normal thing to do? Well, no. At this point, the retaliation was called upon by those who are basically just not. Good people. <laughs> and how about this? I mean, and, and and besides morals, right? Oh, yeah. Besides morals, they're just people who are ignorant, is how I would put them. That's a wonderful segue you put that right there. I really appreciate you saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just restart this. Real oh, quick. my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a quick. phenomenal video. <laughs> this is just like... The world is going through difficult times. <laughs> In America, too, actually... His accent just makes it so much like yeah, more wild. So <laughs> David Guetta. I knew we were gonna do this. I appreciate the. And I made a special record. <laughs> so this record is in honor of George Floyd. <sighs> and I really hope we can see more. You want to hit some tops, my man? Do you want to give me some drops of that bullshit? We're I want to. Or I want to. I want to pipe this guy. Bam, bam, bam. So, shout out to his. Shout out to his family. <laughs> David Guetta. In the only way he could do it, though, yeah? I mean, he didn't really <laughs> try it. <laughs> yeah. Drop that MLK. I mean, really? I mean, really, David Guetta, you make a house track. I mean, I know that's all, like, that's your skill. You know, yeah, you start. That's, that's the only way he knows how to communicate. He with stayed people. in yeah. his lane, but. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, tone deaf. I mean, that was hilarious just to yeah. say anything. But, I mean, I, I can't be totally mad, but I mean. You know what? But I, dude, that's I, how he talks at all his festivals. That's him. That is him. You know what? I can be mad. Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Well, Ariana Grande was out fucking protesting. Really? Ariana Grande. Tory Lanez without protesting. That makes sense, though, yeah. So yeah. celebrities out there just staying in their homes. Are you really there for black people? I mean, you know what? To be honest, though, how many people did he reach with that? You know what? Right now, 14K. And I mean, on the actual video, almost a million. 950,000. 950,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's like a decent reach. That's a decent reach. That's I decent mean, reach, yeah. worldwide, you do make a, like a million people, and then a million people who like your music, and then million, like maybe these yeah. me who's laughing at you. Yeah. And I do like your music, but I'm laughing yeah. first. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's just it's just, it's just so dry. But I mean, that is that just is how he talks, right? That is how he talks. <laughs> it's, but it's just so toned up. <laughs> yeah, I, bro. <laughs> I just like if if you said nothing, or how about the send send a picture of you like walking in the protest playing this track. That would yeah. be dirty. You know, I mean, cool. give me some protest yeah, music. I'll fuck cool. with it. I love the horns from yeah, the other yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't mind some David Guetta. No, for sure. <laughs> I mean, okay, that. Oh man, what the yeah. fuck, dude? Um, is there, let's see if there's any other news in the world. Um, 
it's been a really fucking grim week. There's been really like it started off with African Freedom Week, and I was all pumped. I was, yeah, you were feeling like hundred yeah. percent. I was screaming African Freedom Day, and then I turned to a whole week, and then I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, we really do need a whole week to remember to free black people, bro. Yeah, not just 100%. a month. I mean, Black History Month doesn't even touch, it, and this was just. Black History Month happened, then we went inside, and we forgot about Black History Month, and then we stopped caring about black people when... Totally. I don't know what the fuck, so, like, it doesn't mean anything at this point. I have a cool question. Hit it. Do you think black people are... I mean, is it is it right to compare, though? Is it right to compare? In in what sense? In the sense that, like, like, is it right to compare who got the worst end of racism? You know what? I don't even want to say the worst... Okay, you know what? So, there are degrees of colonization... Right, okay. I can say that. And different degrees of colonization might impact people differently, for sure, right? Like, totally. if uh, the native experience is one degree of colonization beyond that's something that I'm not experiencing, I feel like it's beyond the Africanized experience sometimes. Dude, I think that the natives got the shittiest end of the stick in terms of lives taken, for sure. I mean, dude, <laughs> literally, I can't colonists even say came here and wiped out almost all of them there were a whole other people here bro like literally almost all of i think there was 10 percent left that's fucked up bro so degrees of, of the entire continent so <laughs> racism is always terrible racism is always terrible but like yeah until like they're 10 percent left like i have a continent to go back home bro yeah like you have an entire people that are still like completely with you and sure degrees of erasure we lost some things in the fire for sure totally there's still something we can salvage. But then now even now there's a black American experience where they yeah. lost things in the fire, but then they never even got to try and salvage because they were exported further. Degrees of colonization are gnarly. And like, I can't even say how it compounds and the people call it intersectionality. And right. like in that sense, like I don't even want, that's why you can't compare tragedy. Like I wish we could. So to answer your question, no, we, we that's can't. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah. that to myself right now. I'm just like, wait, I can't compare because it's different. It's just I, different. Right? I wish we yeah. could. You I can't put it could. all in the same, you can't put it all in the same bubble. But we do know yeah. the same, like, we do know why it's caused. And, like, if we can say the root causes, we, and I hate to be such a cliche because, like, everyone's, people, like, on the other side, somebody who's, like, not of our same policy be like, oh, these fucking cliche motherfuckers talking about colonialism, no, 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 no. Like, Wait, what's cliche about talking about colonialism? It makes it sound like a like say a pastiche trope or some like weird Portlandia, la 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 like left mother blah blah blah. I don't mind all that thing. I want That's to... left. Evidently. <laughs> Whoa. Evidently. So like, Whoa. what do you say? Like, it's just tough to have this conversation because it feels like oh you're just going for some abstract concept. You know, it feels far away in what I mean. And that's why they... That's Wait, how is it far away, though, if it literally happened? And it, it, and it we're still seeing it today. <laughs> Some people don't really think like that. Some people think, like, oh, no, it's not me. Like, right, I didn't do right. communism. My grandparents weren't the guys who went to Africa. My grandparents didn't kill da-da-da. We're just Canadian. Everyday racism, acceptable yeah. racism. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? It's just... You know, actually, now that I think about it, you know what's kind of interesting and pretty messed up? Hit it. Pretty much every Bolivian... Ooh. is a combination of the native population mm. and colon, colon, colonists. Yeah. And you got both. And it's weird. And how do you pick? It's weird. Uh, because yeah. you get a lot of the col col colonial mentality that was yeah. passed down. Yeah. 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 And then you also just realize you look at the person next to you or like someone who is considered native and you're like, bro, we're actually really similar. Like, what up, dude? Like, like... <laughs> We're talking about like, like shades of skin. Yeah. Right. And the actual difference is so small. 
it's but like, yet it's enough. What to say no, I'm different. Northern Uganda and different parts of Uganda, East and Western, like we we have a little variance in it. And like totally. even within that, we're still like we might shit on Northern Uganda a little bit because I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> that that was just my, that was something I was taught. <laughs> yeah, you were like, yeah, fuck Northern Uganda. It's sad, like, I, it was just like it was a thing. Not like not like fuck them, but like that place is fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stay away from that part. Yeah, don't go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, and like yeah. an extension of that I was also fuck Northern Uganda. You know what I mean? I didn't, and yeah. it's like we come to that point. I'm like, huh, where did that come from? And then it's all strange colonialism, you know. Dude, it was. It's all rooted in colonialism. It's we, all rooted in it. It's just if we can yeah. say that more often, more calmly, more contently, we have to figure out how. And people say, "Oh, how far back do we go?" We go that far back. That far back, yeah. But it's because it's still going on, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, we have to figure why? out why. <laughs> yeah, why, why, why is it still going on? Well, you know what? Hmm. And then we, well, you know, what we can go back. We can go really far back here. Okay. 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 I mean, and maybe to the point where. It, this it, maybe it doesn't even matter anymore, but I bet you okay. that if if the the theory is true, the out of Africa theory is true, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That within Africa, if you were from a different tribe, I bet you humans look probably really fucking similar, right? Ooh. At that point, how about this? <laughs> Here's my favorite fact that might yeah. even illuminate your point. I hope sorry to interrupt you, and please yeah, don't yeah, lose yeah. your point. Um, African, like me standing next to another African, there is more genetic diversity 100%. between us two. Than any other two people, like another kind of two people standing on the planet. 100%. So if that illuminates, please continue. Yeah. But okay. Now, mm. we probably look pretty similar, right? Yeah. 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 Because we hadn't spread out and we hadn't mutated and none of this, right? Yeah. We were like just starting. And so, I mean, you know, we're. we're what's up? We're, me and Jason yeah. in the first. Dude. Yeah, exactly. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So now, I bet you even back then <laughs> that the tribes hated the other tribes and put point out features. Of that other tribe, be it they were better at jumping because that's what they practiced more. Or they may, and like even they'd probably go to a certain point to make features because no, we put a dot on it. Yeah, we exactly. We have a, we wear this. We were this, exactly. We would do that. We would go out of our length to distinguish ourselves. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that stemmed that, that basically that um, judgment between yeah. the two. Right? That need for difference and like that. Yeah, that need for difference. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whatever it may be. So some sort of fucked up weird human condition of uh, of territorialism, I would say even mm. more so than uh, than anything else, because it was just about claiming the territory with the people that you controlled and you were a part of. Mm, yeah, yeah, because like it is like we, I, I'm a bit of a bum. I think we're selfish. Oh and no, it, dude! Yeah, a hundred percent. Dude, if, again, deep in my heart, man. Deep in my, <laughs> <laughs> that warm fuzzy place. Yeah. We're all bastards. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed though, a hundred percent. Like I, I, that, there's like a. Uh, um, you know what? For that warm wow. fuzzy, for that warm fuzzy place, <laughs> warm, place. <laughs> where we know we're all deep down selfish, and yeah. like I agree with that because like if we can't acknowledge that first impulse, and not to say that we can't do good things from a place of like we call it self love now, and I don't mind that, but like doing play doing good things from a place where you'd want more good things because you want good things for yourself, not terrible. But then you flip that, and let's say before we had the rationality, like no, I'm doing this for us. Is the most base level is the is the most base level of that, yeah. And it's also in in all of us. And once you decide who us is, that's when you can draw your lines. You know what I mean? That's that's true. And that was the tribe. Like the tribe was the first one. Like, oh, I'm doing this for us because we look similar. We do this together. We live yeah. together as the first people. Yeah. Whatever it may have been, whoever they whoever that abstract tribe was, and it only makes sense because we kept trying to make different uses. And eventually, let's say you have like a kid, they go off. They don't want to be identified as 
their dad forever or their parents yeah. forever, I'm going to be different. And I wonder, like, you know, if you, de- you can define us in a few different ways, right? Yeah. Um, but us should just be defined as everyone. We'd like to hope. Right? Because, like... Right? Yeah, I mean, it is really good. Identity is amazing. Right? Yeah. And, and it, should, it should still exist to some extent. But right? But not in a harmful way. Not in a harmful way. And, like, yeah. we, can, we can embrace everyone. Like, it's the whole new motion of, like... Um, Let's say the where it's most prevalent to me is like the idea where we're exploring sexuality. People are allowing more the spectrum, more ranges of way people are able to practice who they want to be. Gender fluid, regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and you know what you do your your body whatever the fuck you want to do because it's yours, man. Sexuality fluid. <laughs> yeah. We can do whatever yeah. we want with it. It's it, it can be it can take whatever shape or form it wants. Exactly. And now we need to allow that for identity. Maybe is that like, you know what I mean, like. Because right now we're we're very fixated on like I am a Canadian, I am a Ugandan, and we have to be because there's power and implications to that identity. Mm-hmm. Much like there was power and implications to like your sexuality for a while, and I guess it's kind of interesting that we did start from sex. Like maybe it's the first one we address because it's one of the more. One, it's something that leaks out into almost every environment. It leaks out into almost yeah. every action. Sex is almost a potential in almost every setting. And now, once we get that one down, I think I wonder what's going to be next that we're going to allow it to become fluid and and like dynamic again. Because I think we are kind of going back to that point of allowing things to be more less rigid, like identity with positivity. And that's what we're trying to get back to. And like, I don't know what realm it's going to come up in. Maybe it's come. Maybe it happened to music already. Like art already had that because we had like we allowed artists to take whatever shape they want. And that's why music is so beautiful. I think the main reason we love music is because it can take whatever identity it wants. Right. Uh, like maybe we're going to keep propagating that mentality of a little bit more art in life. Well, yeah. And, and you know what? Music in its purest form huh? doesn't have really any limitations. Yeah. Right. And it is just, it exists because it is. Right. And I think that we as humans, for some reason, like to just keep chipping away at that until it becomes a bunch of different things. And say that one more time, just like say that one more time for me, just my, my brain might've skipped a second. So I think, no, I think we are always chipping away at things okay, and separating them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know, we, we just have this weird innate sense of like, Oh, this is how it's supposed to work. We like order. It's fucked yeah. up. Uh, we do. We do. We do like order. I mean, there's nothing wrong with order in the sense of like, yeah, like obviously we're going to be more effective and efficient if we're organized. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes down to like an actual thing like, you know, me separating myself from you because I see a slight difference in the color of our skin, that's like, you know, that's a whole like layer of that separation thing that we have. Yeah. That is like, it's just, it's just too much now. It's like, it's like, it's like, dude, stop it at a certain point because we started just out as humans we started out as people and then we ourselves somehow created this messed up way of you know organizing that how much do you know about apples i mean a decent amount why are you talking about crab apples see this right yeah (laughs) this is exactly my point we have all these types of apples but most people don't really like stress an apple they're all fucking apples i mean more or less the biggest green or fucking red once again yeah. Black or fucking white. I'm loving this metaphor so far. Yeah, yeah. We don't stress apples so far. And we allow the different ranges, the Granny Smith, the da 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 da. Yeah. And they're all delicious. Well, the thing is, like, I don't, like, there's something about it. Like, 
you can still somehow tie judgment to an apple, but you you really like you really shouldn't, right? Because the reason why we said that one's blue and one's green is just so that we can be like, oh, I remember that one tasted kind of cool, kind of, and different. I want to taste that again. Yeah, I just want right? to have that flavor one more <laughs> time. I want to know what I. That's it. That's it. I what? just want to have that flavor. Like, and you have that power to choose, and there is nothing. Good Wrong. or bad about that? Yeah, I like green apples. You like red. I like crunchy apples. You like sweeter. Yeah, but I'm not gonna hate you for liking a fucking green apple if I like red ones. Even crazy. Do you think apples hate each other? Dude, <laughs> apples do not hate each other. Mate, so why are we doing each other? Like in nature, we are the yeah. craziest species that just randomly fucks each other up. I mean, antelopes don't be fucking each other up for no. being different kinds of antelope. No, no. And I don't know if that's a fair comparison. I'm just being stupid. But well, like, I mean. I'm probably uh, but then a little you have stupid. to argue survival of the fittest, and that does exist in the animal kingdom. And at that point, yeah, like if they do see something different that is going, they'll not claim territory, to right? They'll claim yeah. territory and fight them in ownership. But like that's that's you know what I mean? Like we're allowed resources. We're allowed it's resources. It's not like fuck you because you're different. It's fuck you because you want my resources. Well, no, that exists, and that also is. Uh, a, it's that? all a product of the fittest because the fittest means that. They will carry on the genome that will uh, hopefully allow that species to live longer. Animal life. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, for that species to become the most effective version of it for its environment. Hmm. But that being said, yeah. as the environment changes, the definition of what Fitness the fittest changes. is yeah. Yeah. changes. Right? So how about this? As people, are we beyond that whole dynamic of survival? Like, I thoroughly believe we're beyond the whole dynamic of survival of the fittest. Like, if we still work on that, like, to in certain realms of life, it seems a bit more evident. Sure. Right. And, like, but that's because we practice it. Right. You know, like, in the sense where we know that's a rule, now we can break it. And why haven't we all decided to start breaking that and start treating people with compassion? Because everyone's talking about, like, um, one of our roommates brings up this uh, collective care this yeah, community care mentality. And it's like, it's right. very, it's where we all kind of want to end up in a weird sense. And we all say it and we make it seem impossible. But like as humans, if we are so smart, even if we are not animals, like some people like don't like thinking we're animals. If we're so smart, can we not push past the idea of, because we know the rule, survival of the fittest. Break it. We're smart enough to do it now. Survival of like people who want to live. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, but then, you know, I wonder, there's just so much. Um, I hear it. I mean, we've taken it so far, you know, and the, and the real the real thing is this. Human beings are uncertain. They're uncertain beings. You ever met a fucking uncertain animal? They are never uncertain. They make decisions on the spot all the time, and they are 100% sure about them. What's that mean? <laughs> a giraffe pops out of its mom pussy and knows what to do in four minutes, and I'm yeah. still 20 <laughs> and in college with no degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dead ass. These things know what to do. Yeah, they, they're just like, they're already like committed. They're yeah. committed 100%. And there must be a beauty in that, right? Like, oh, I mean, they must. The ease. They must have beautiful lives. Confidence. No <laughs> wonder they walk around with such swag. No wonder they just look gorgeous. Like, we like to look at animals because they're not spastic on tripping on Adderall. Yeah. Like, they don't have all these feelings and emotions that make them question their entire existence. Right? They just exist. <laughs> uh, Where's that's Mount a good question. This P5 is a good oh, This could be bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? I want to... I want... I want to like give people something beautiful. You know what? Good timing. For a second. Good fucking you know? timing. Yeah. Because 
It's heavy. I, I do, like, in my, I at least in my own perspective, I want to move things in a positive direction. I appreciate that. Because it really makes me sad. It, it makes me hurt inside when I see the violence that's happening down south. Real like, it's shit. just, it's, it's fucking sad, man. The whole way. I'm um, like, we can't get past it. Yeah, we, we really we, we really can't and like I'm glad we, we give it time. We yeah, we should we should have the time to like now be like, okay, you know what? We did all this. We did all this. Now can we like just, you know, embrace each other, not obviously physically right no, now. No, no. Right? But embrace each other in the sense that like, yeah, like I can understand you now. And yeah. I wanna listen to you. Bang. That's it. That's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> and so yo, you know what? I'm gonna start this up right here. This is yeah, Jill Scott. And it's not a very popular song, um, but it's a beautiful one. And it's called I Adore You. No, uh... Yo, yo, yo. We back. back. <laughs> yo, yo we, there's one thing we haven't done. There haven't been enough horns. Oh, yeah, sure. And then also, I mean, it's been a bit of a bit of a somber podcast, which I think yeah. is part of the reason. So I'm about to flip around. And then, can I have an applause real quick? I, I'm not giving an applause. I want to give an applause to like just black people for surviving the week. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Because like it's just, it's been really tough. So guys, just uh, if you're out there feeling low, because enough people must be. 100%. Especially with the whole fucking Corona thing. It's. It just adds on. There's just so many things adding on. The pressure is high. And if you're doing even a little bit okay, if you're not doing okay, both things are fine. I just want to say. Good on you for surviving and not making any crazy mistakes and just feeling okay, you know? Good job. If you even have a second feel okay, and if you don't, find some, get some help, call your friends, reach out to people. It's a it's a normal thing to do right now. Don't isolate. Yeah, we just have to Although isolate. Wanting, to get, yeah. wanting for it to get better. We have to want it to get better. That's true. And also take action. Yeah. Take action. Take action all the way. Make tough conversations and duh. So, I mean, I'm just going to say uh, just one more round of applause. Enough of that. Yeah. And uh, now we can go to music. Indeed. We're into music. I just sent a picture to your phone. Okay. You have the whole list. And I think we should take a second to... Uh, this was a fucking insane week. This is from maybe like last week. Last week. But um, there are a couple albums that came out. Did wow, we, that's we, a lot of music. We talked about Future's album or no? I think we did a little bit, yeah. We got a little bit of we it because we knew it was coming it. out, yeah. but we didn't get the whole album. So that's all out. Charlie XX, okay, true. Ray Woods came over there, Bro, evidently. Um, who else has got me on there? Moneybag, yo, I'm a fan. Of. <laughs> Young Lean, oh man. I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know. Um, am I Conway the Machine? I feel like that's one of these uh, Griselda dudes, right? I don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Don't know. I mean, the, you know, there's actually a lot of names on here that I don't fully know. That's what I'm kind of worried about. I feel like I'm out of the loop for some reason now. Did, Joyner, did we talk about Joyner, Smith, Joyner Lucas and Will Smith doing a song? Because we would have talked about that. I feel like that one should have been talked about if it wasn't. Yeah, like, did we even hear... Like, okay. Tell me. Let's, let's... Can we load that song up on the on the computer real quick? Just yeah, 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 see how we give it a feel. But, like, I want to get your opinion before we even play it. How do you think we're going to do with it? Because, like, I don't know. Will Smith is a little bit of a weird feel for me sometimes. Because, like, sometimes I want him to go away. 
And like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, but yeah, it's Will Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Like, I was excited for After Earth. I, I loved that movie. I like, not like I loved it, love, but it was such a cool concept. I have to say, I watched that movie for the first time mm. on acid. Oh, Jesus Christ. You yeah. love that. That must have, you must have had so much fun. Dude, uh, I didn't necessarily want to watch it on acid, <laughs> but my friend was just like, we should go to the movies. And I said, sure. And that's the movie we just happened to choose because it was out. Which. Looking back, Not I don't know decision. why I chose that movie. <laughs> like, weird decision. I mean, like, Will Smith is so family-oriented. Yeah, it was a family movie with his kid. And if you're just like, yeah, space. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really the thought process. I, 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 I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right, oh, so dude. I think, so I kind of want, I really want him to do well in this song. But I'm not altogether sure. Is it Will Remix? I think this the track, yeah. Will Remix, yep. Hmm. Okay. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. It's a song about Will Smith. I guess. Bro. Bro. Hold up. Okay, okay, cool. I got my fill. It's 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 wholesome. It's a, it's it is a, it is wholesome in a, in a. It's even bars. I'll give yeah. it. It's bars. Yeah. But it's a song about Will Smith featuring Will song Smith. It's about himself though. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel the swag. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, but I don't I don't hate the song. And and, and it, oddly enough, I don't hate the song. I don't hate the song. That's yeah, what I mean. I, I kind of feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's actually pretty good. Like all right, well, get your shit off. You know what? I'm very much about that. I'm very much about that. Yeah. Um, anything else on this list that really like fascinated you or anything that you want to hear out loud? Um, hmm. I don't even Is know. it Young Lean or Young Gravy that does? Oh no, it's Young Gravy. Never mind. Oh, almost. Both names are people I don't know, so I'm okay. Okay, with, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think yeah, I might have just world, yeah. I just revealed my age or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I just think, don't know. I think you just reveal the fact that you just don't listen to trap. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's better. That's better. I'm worried about being an old man. It's, I'm kind of getting into my old, like I'm trying to get into that swag. I'm trying to lean into it sometimes. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel like... I'm not yet there yet. I, I, you have to earn that. <laughs> um, oh, Lloyd man. Banks. Pressa came out with one. You yeah. know what, dude? I don't think I can listen to Pressa. Evidently, the freestyle was not bad. No. Yeah. Evidently. You know, I, I'm I'm down to, I'm down to give it a try, but I've just been not necessarily put in a good place every time I listen to press. I just don't. I also just like I don't think he's that interesting. I'll agree with all of this. Um, the first my introduction to press was Novocaine Press. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it left me saying no more. Yeah. 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 Like, like I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at first, but like he also scares me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but I'm not a fan. Of, obviously, you know, I got there for not being a fan. But like, no, I didn't like his music at first. But like, it's kind of what he. I, I'll give him a shot because he's really trying to. 
I don't like his music, whatever, but I like what he's trying to do. Maybe I think I just I, 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 just, I just fuck with him a bit. I'm not sure why. You fuck with Pressa. Yeah. Like, there's moments. There's mo- yeah, there's exactly. moments where you see something. Yeah. Um, but I don't but like then, what he's making. Yeah. I mean, he's also like, I mean, he's kind of fucked up as an individual. And the whole gang thing that he's bringing that's exactly Toronto, it. So like, I'll I don't see. Really like that. <laughs> that's exactly it. So like, I'll yeah. see moments like, oh, that's a cool artist. But like, then I hear about exactly the gang affiliations and yeah. all the things in between and like speculation that goes on behind everything he does. Yeah. I don't even know there are any cases. So I haven't heard anything about Lee, but like, it wouldn't surprise me. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, I and like, I know. think that was cool for hip hop in the 90s. Gang affiliation was cool for hip hop in the 90s because I don't know, like, that was just the truth. At the moment. You it know? really was. Yeah. It just fair. was the truth. But that's not so real for us as much. And. Now here, I think it's like it's almost forced. But you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's becoming more marginalized. Like we're we're like we're fully like not embracing it to the point where it's not it can't even be cool anymore. Because for a while it was cool, now it's no longer cool. It's just not cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, fully. Like why though? Right? Like why are you why are you looking to hurt us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, gangs would argue, oh, we're here for protection, but I'm not here for that. I'm not trying to figure that one out. Oh, there's no, a lot. There's a lot there. There's there's a ton tied to. Speaking of which, I don't know. I don't want to relate these two things. Can you? You want to hit me with that transition button so I do not too thoroughly relate these two topics that are vaguely related. Yes. Uh, we wouldn't be a Toronto podcast if we didn't bring up Houdini. That's true. Yeah. So uh, Houdini was shot in a uh, 21 year old rapper called Houdini. Yep. Uh, I guess his full name I'm not too familiar, but uh, Toronto native. Yeah. Died shooting in broad daylight. Yeah, it's tough out here. Um, I don't know what to say. It was again. It was this is the whole gang culture that's been that's been brought up. I don't know why. I still don't fully understand. We're in fucking Canada, dude. Like, there's things you can do here. Like you're. It's a man, pretty nice. It's a, pretty nice. It's not bad out here, you know. But then, like, I I don't know. Like, I we can't. Me and you can't possibly know. We I don't wish. understand. I don't think... We, I really, really... Actually, you know what? It would be really good to get the perspective of someone who's in it. Yeah. I'm right? And I, I know a lot of people in it. We should probably just get them on the show you and know, get them... T- I reached out to, like, even... I reached out to Houdini's uh, production team and also a couple other producers. But also, we should probably... Let's get directly one of the homies in here. Yeah. Uh, straight up, like, right? Just, just to get an actual perspective. Because we could ask why. Yeah. Why? Because obviously, we uh, like, we don't understand why. Yeah. And I have friends who've tried to explain to me. And, like, I just had to recognize that, like... There was a moment where I'm like, all right, this is just, it feels like an economic reality pushes them to that, to that like point of life. Like, oh, yeah. if you feel that economic reality, you have to act on it. Like, yeah. and if we never, like, I just don't know. I had to think about that for a while. Cause I didn't, for a long time, I didn't even get it. And I'm like, maybe, but I still don't fuck with it. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even about the gang life. Yeah. I just, no, I don't know. Like, there's like, again, there's a million different ways to protest. That. You know what I mean? There's a million different ways to protest. <laughs> and like to choose that particular one, maybe it's, maybe it's just not, an, yeah. not the best decision. It, it, uh, For yourself even, right? Cause For it, the like, individual. Then there's always just out. Like I saw the video of the shooting and it, it was really kind of rough. And there was like, there were other people around at the time. Oh, shoot. And it wasn't really. That wasn't the point. It, it was broad daylight and it was just really sad that we had somebody die like that. But also like there was potential that other people could have died as well. Yeah. And it was just really grim. Well, dude, how many times have there been mistake shootings, right? Dude, I grew up around that. Like, Damn. literally. Damn. There were always mistakes. Dude, like, somebody's brother would die because there was just no, Damn. like, actual identification of the person. They just thought it was that person. 
right? Like, fuck, man. Gang violence was literally so big in Toronto in the time that I was like growing up in that area where all the gangs were. Damn. No, you I, know? I just see. I didn't even have that reality part of me. Like, I always had the ability to just go in and out of. Like, if I ever wanted to go to places, it was like I could go there and then I could check back out and go to my sure. next. Like, and back home you have literal walls around your houses, so almost all the time. Bro, it was it was all the time. Like, I man, the amount of gangs that would come down and cause shit in my neighborhood, right? And then, like, you were always, like, worried about someone stealing your bike, stealing your shit. Yeah. Like, you, we were worried about break-ins, for sure. Like, people got, people's cars got broken into all the time. Damn, dude. You know? And it was just because, like, these people were coming down and, and fucking shit up. Yeah. Right? Like, my uncle got mugged so many fucking times. So, once again, <laughs> once we, like, I brought this concept before. If you know the rule about gangs, are we smart enough to break it now? I really hope so. You know, because like, we yeah. know the rule, like, the same way we know about survival fittest. If we are so smart and we know the outcome of that rule. If you're smart with a rule, you can break it. You have to to, to come certain. Like yeah, there's certain points totally. now with the gangs. If you know that doesn't work, we're smart enough to know that that may be a reality. Now we can work around it. 100%. And I really hope we get there soon because this is what happens when like a very good rapper like Houdini's lost because 100%. of something that may make sense in a moment, but in the long term, it usually does not make sense. No, dude. Like you didn't need to take that person's life. Yeah. And Houdini did not deserve to die. And you know. We now have to miss out on whatever music he was going to create, whatever he was potentially going to contribute to the world, be it whatever it was, right? You know, there like, was a contribution there to be made. He dropped an album in March. True. I think it was Underground. And like, yo, man, this person that shot out, like, I went to their page. He was followed by some of my favorite rappers on Instagram. And like, only 96 people he follows and follow him back. And I was like, all right, true, true, true. <laughs> wow. And they're all really dope followers. Like, yeah. Mike Griselda, people, Meek Mill shouted him out and all these other guys like um who else toy shouted him out like it was just yo man toronto's like this is the this fever pitch right now like i think we should round off and just say it It feels tense let's right now it is tense dude i've been personally how even my emotions have been higher i won't even front like yeah my emotions have been at a at a nine like just because i'm like when i'm really happy i'm really happy this week and then when i'm really bummed i'm really bummed this week and it's it's like then so other times i'm a little bit quiet i just like i'm just like contemplating it that makes sense, though. I mean, the wave of emotions. I mean, there are there's just so many emotions being flown around, dude. Like, and I'm not even from North America, actually. I'm yeah, just, I, exactly. Yeah, I'm visiting, and I have to make that so clear. I can't imagine. You could. Well, I mean, but you're I here. You're leave. part of it. You're part of it. Right I've been here for a good seven years. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I, it's been a bit of reality, but like, I still have the option to be elsewhere. You do. You can. Leave. And it's such an like, and a weird way, like, sure, I, everyone's always say like people shit on Africa, and like the people I always say like, it's one of the more disparate places, but like, it's still one of the, my privileges to be able to go. To think that I have somewhere else to be with that is people like me where I won't be persecuted for the color of my skin. Yeah. No, and that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that little getaway gives me so much peace and I can't imagine other people who don't have that. So like even then they have it's, it's been tense this week. How do you feel, man? Like just feelings. We're let's do it. We're allowed to do well, that on this podcast. Like, dude, you know what? Feelings wise, like I have been on a roller coaster of emotions, is what I call it. Hmm. Um because I've, it's almost come to the point where I don't know if I want to open my phone. Yep. Yep. Accurate. Because it's just so rough, man. It's such a rough thing. And the thing is, is that the more and more I've seen it, the more and more I've realized that uh, it's not going to stop um, right away. Yep. Right? Yep. And, um, you know, I, at this point, feel almost like we do have to act. And me, myself... Right in some way, shape, or form, and I love that we're able to do this podcast and talk because yeah. this is the way to act. It's just to talk about it in form. Platform be succinct, be plain. Like we both understood that we most 
we participate in like a little casual like yeah. fuck ups. We're all part of the complete system, and we just need to figure out figure our shit out. Out and I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm a little tired. Um, I'm gonna go home pretty soon and watch some Netflix and just chill the fuck out. That makes sense. I think I have a bu- I have one more button I can push right now. What's the button? I think I want to hit the. We're gonna talk about some things we watched this week. Oh yeah, okay, I'm in. It's just, I'm just gonna give a quick two one two. Um, what's that? Is it the? It's uh, is it the bottom one? I scheme. Group chat, group chat, group chat. Nope. Yo, all you, yo, all you, yo, fam. Allow me. It's a review of a review of a review. <laughs> nice. Now we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Allow me for, but like now it's a review. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So the idea is, um, Space Force, Steve Carell. On I Netflix. I have not watched it. Oh my shit. Is it shit. amazing? I have had a fat, like I had a, a belly hurting laugh. You know that, that kind really? of. Really? Yo. Um, like, I need something good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was like the whole show I watched it, I haven't finished it off yet, but it was just one big, big, big laugh that just hurt me. And like, damn, like it was the kind of laugh I was glad I was home alone at the time. I had people, like my new roommates came in, we're still like keeping apart from each other yeah, because yeah. they're like, still new and everything. But like, we, I'm so glad they hadn't moved in yet because my laugh was it just <laughs> guttural. I loved it and it hurt. That's and beautiful. go Steve Carell. He's doing he's doing really well and like yeah. he's kind of slid into that role of like older Carell pretty well. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, it's really sick. Um, you watched anything of late? I did. I watched um, a show about uh, a video game company, hmm. um, and I can't remember what the show's called right now, but it's a very obvious name. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no I, can't, I couldn't. Anyways, do it. it's basically like they they've they've created this MMORPG. Okay. Um, and it's exactly like Warcraft, basically. Right? Cool. And you know they were they show the work culture in that space. All right. Um, and it's actually kind of cool because you get an inside look at like the business of the video game industry. Hmm. Um, and it's actually it's an Apple exclusive show. Oh. I don't know. I was going to give it a weird name like Big Tech. Dun, dun, dun. No. No, something like that. But like basically it's just a bunch of characters. Like, it, it is actually kind of fun. Yeah? It is kind of fun. Yeah, okay. I ever so wasn't sure how to feel about it, but it's kind of fun. Does Apple make good TV? I haven't really thought about that you yet. You know what? I haven't watched anything bad from Apple yet. Okay. Yeah, but Solid. then I haven't watched much. I've watched maybe like three or four things. I've been contemplating a second like service because right now I'm just a Netflix drone and yeah. I haven't really gone to other ones. I'll, I'll watch. I'll... I'll still do things in other ways. Like if you I'll like stream. old TV, yeah, uh, Amazon Prime does do a pretty good job of old TV. See, I had a roommate who had who had Amazon Prime, and like I got to taste it, and it didn't really entice me enough. You well, know it's, I mean? it's, if you like old things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever watched Farscape? Farscape, no. Hit no. the button again. Hit the button again. You're about to give me a review. Okay. <laughs> it's a review of a review of a review. Let's go. Okay, Farscape is like this like sci-fi show. I'm not sure. Probably from the 80s or 90s. 90s okay. maybe. Yeah. Okay, and it's almost like, in my opinion, mm. a better Star Trek. Hmm. Okay, yeah. 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 Good thing we don't have many Trekkies out alive anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're all old and have kids. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Dude, they're still younger. They're still younger. I'm sure. I mean, like the new sick. Star Trekers are sick as well. They're really cool. Yeah. Uh, they've actually kind of redeemed them. the yeah. uh, actual Star Trek. Revive the whole thing. Yeah. But sorry to take it away from your show. But anyways, Farscape is like, I don't know. It's really quirky mm. and it's it's cool, I think. It's cool. Okay. But it's also super nerdy. Like, whatever <laughs> this is the show we talk about space all the time yeah exactly right and, and i mean i love space i, I love literally space, yeah. right and i love like sci-fi and i love I think physics and nerd shit it's like all i love it's exactly like aliens exactly. invading africa 
Exactly. And then joining our side is my fantasy. You know what I mean? I'm all about that. A hundred percent. And yeah, and actually, you know what? Going back to geopolitical like divisions that are made, um, that movie or that show actually focuses a lot on that. Yeah. Um, and is based a lot on that. And I mean, well, anyway, so the premise of the show is that basically there's this guy Hmm. and he gets lost in uh, or he goes through a wormhole and he gets lost in space in some like faraway part of the galaxy i guess okay or, or part of part of the universe yeah and he's like the only human being out okay there, and he has to basically interact with all these different races <laughs> that's cool as shit okay yeah. that's like stargate sg1 but this time without the whole team behind you no no it's just him yeah and, and he gets lost in space and there's very cool you know a whole other empire there that's just basically like you know and he, he's trying to find his way back home very good premise but in that you know he builds like all these crazy relationships with all these different aliens and like Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's wholesome. You know, yeah. I'll give it, that. I want to give that a plus one real quick. Let me let me hit that. Let me hit that shit real quick. It's gonna be a wait. <laughs> but also, and then Jason, we've done a really good job as well today. I think uh, I think we did a pretty all right job. Anything else you watched this week before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so, man. I don't think that nothing that's worth a mention. You know. All right. Well, yeah. as best we can do, like let's tell people uh, stay safe. One hundred percent. Um, 100%. If you want to protest, protest safely. Yeah. And uh, respectfully, like, um, don't lose sight of what we're trying to do. Um, I went out, and one of my favorite chants, the one that stuck in my head is, it's, uh, evidently it's an old classic one, and it was uh, one, two, three, four. This is fucking class war. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, overthrow the racist state. I don't know if I'm going to call the episode this, but I'll call this. Uh, do we have any good moments in here that you want to name the episode? Did you remember anything? There were a lot of moments, right? I, mean, I don't know, good. I, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of really good moments. I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, can we spend an episode, or we'll remember this in post? Yeah. Oh, here's our last little edition. We're gonna have a little interview with the uh, uh, black history expert to try and make sense of this moment because it did feel like 100%. a once in a lifetime thing. So that'll probably happen after this conversation. I'll probably like fade in and then fade back Pop out right of the interview. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess once my voice starts fading out, get ready for an interview. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good night, man. Uh, you know, let's yeah. let's let's get on to a sleep. Yeah. Fuck it. So uh, the day's date. I didn't tell nobody what the date was. It's May thirty first, right? No, we said that. So you'll yeah. hear. Yeah. Sometime- <laughs> yeah. This will be our first June episode, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll start publishing. Um, guys. All right. Uh, James James is there. All right. Uh, down. Yo yo yo. Give me hey, speak. what's up, man? How you doing? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll be right on here. The phone will be right here. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, um, <laughs> this is Mirna. She won the experts on intergenerational trauma. I guess intercultural trauma. When Dr. She... Lashley, dude, she's a PhD. Dr. Lashley. Let me just, like, that. that's exactly what we're calling her. <laughs> okay. That is exactly <laughs> what we're calling her. No, I'm not taking the fuck up. Nope. Do not fuck up. This is a strong black woman. <laughs> I'm really glad we get to talk to her, by the way. But like, not to, I don't want to characterize her strong by woman. This is just a woman who's actually at the top of her game. In Dude, she's field. just the best. She's just the, we could talk to for this particular instance. Especially in Canada here, right? In Canada, she's the one of the few people we want. The head of a race relations committee in Montreal, um, McGill. She's, she teaches people about how, different cultures. She's a cultural psychologist. Enter. Okay, yeah. Can you pull up her? Do you have her title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right know. here. She is a trans... Oh, she's... Uh, Social and transcultural psychiatry at the university. <clears throat> All right, yeah, bet. Yeah. We out here. Okay, so I'm just going to press dial right now. We are already late for this call, but it's whatever. I called her beforehand like two minutes ago, so we should be all right.
right, five one four, let go. And speaker, Dr. Lashley. Hello. Hello, good evening, Dr. Lashley. This is Alvin from Lost in the Woods podcast. We spoke just now. Yeah. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Jason. Hi, hi, Dr. Lashley. How are you doing? How are you? Oh, great. You know, just trying to enjoy the day. <laughs> there you go. Are you in BC? We are in Toronto, actually, yeah. Oh, you're in Toronto. Yes. Have you been getting calls from around the country, more or less? Oh, yeah. I can imagine <laughs> you are in high demand. You are actually potentially the ideal person to speak to when it comes to what's going on right now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Well, no, I mean, just when... I think um, going through a cultural... How can I put this? They not like they, it's not it's not a war. It's like a cultural awakening or a, an understanding of what it means to be black in North America and a person right. of color. And I guess you are an generational trauma and intercultural exchanges in that sense. So I figured I could if I could have a conversation with somebody like like you, it would be really fantastic. Am I correct? Well, here I am. Thank you so much. Okay. So uh, um, here's the quick idea. Is the actual moment we're experiencing right now, if you could put it into a few succinct terms, we have as much time as you want, but could you put a finger on what's happening right now if somebody could... In terms of what? In terms of race relations in North America, how rising people are rioting everywhere. When is, like, it seems like uh, young black people and I guess a different generation has had enough. Well, this has been going on for a long, long time. And, and every time something happens, one, it's not as though I've seen a lot of advances. You know, people say, government say, oh, we're going to put policies in place. Or police say, we, we're going to put policies in place. We're going to do this. And then something happens. And you're right back having another writing more reports, doing more research, and people are fed up. But I think that what happened with the murder of Mr. Floyd has really cat, um, catalyzed. People are saying enough is enough. And that's, it's such a thing. Um, I had the pleasure of attending the march for Vidis uh, Krasinski Paquette here in Toronto. And I'm sure there was mm-hmm. a march in Montreal and also there was a march in BC around similar yeah. conversations. Yeah. There was one in Halifax, they were all over. Yeah. And even more so, it's around the entire world because there are marches in Hungary, in Zimbabwe, in. Yeah, in, 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 in Germany. In Brazil. In Belgium. Yes. And I guess this speaks to the whole collective black experience of racism. And it's just not black experience. It's a, for every person of color, if you're not, I, I, without being too crass, the, the saying is if you're not white, weirdest way to put it. Um, well, that's absolutely true. I mean, I, did you read my piece in the, yeah, that came out in the Montreal Gazette yesterday that's all over the country now and the, that's been picked up by other... I got a chance other- to just uh, it's exactly what it's the nail on the head if i'm correct no that's right that's exactly exactly it is that but the world has become divided into this lot over here who are in fact the minority in the world white people they've got that section and then the rest of us just get thrown into this pool called people of color so it's not even black and white it's you know people of color and we have to share and fight among ourselves 
in that pool. And it's it's like being on the periphery of an experience that is called freedom, and it's very very strange. Um, yes, yes, very much so. Um, it's it's almost as though uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always Dr. Martin Luther King when he said. I may not get there with you, you know, like seeing the promised land, but I may not get there with you. We're always seeing the promised land, but never quite getting there. And one of the major problems is that those who, you know, to mix my metaphors, Mm. who hold the keys to the kingdom aren't relinquishing the bloody key, nor Mm. are they opening the door too widely. Sorry to interrupt you, miss. Um, The idea may be that some people don't even know they're holding the keys, and now they have to acknowledge it. And that's one of the harder things for people to come across, I guess. Um, if you don't mind me interjecting to a second question, why is it so hard to talk about colonialism in North America and even the rest of the world at large? It was the major thing, we, and it feels like it gets brushed off. And I guess it's like a cultural snub that people don't want to understand or they get pushed off. I, I don't know what it is. Why is that so hard? Because there are a lot of reasons. One is that... And then somebody asked me this on the radio today. The thing is, if you accept that that we are all living in the debris of colonialism, mm. everybody's living in the debris of colonialism, you have to then be prepared to look at your ancestors, at your heritage, um, and who laid, you know, and that we are not in a template which they have created, as my daughter said to me the other day, um, their ancestors, their forebears, created the template and the descendants are not the template. They've twitched some of it and, you know, take a little bit out, but the thing, the, the essential template remains constant. That is mm-hmm. to say that the template is based on whiteness. And that is exactly it funny thought I tend to have. Um, I'm not a native Canadian uh, Toronto resident. I'm a African diaspora African. I'm from Uganda. And I came here specifically for education. I came here for university. And I'm also a bit of a privileged person in the context of think to myself, the, col- the colonizers would have loved to create this divided class of individuals. And I, and I hate to think that I'm living through their dreams because I, I can imagine them, oh, they've, we've separated people in class and wealth and poverty in so many different ways. So now only a certain group content to even begin to enter our domain of the whatever this may be north america if it's western europe if it's any other western power in that <clears> sense and it's it's such a strange experience to realize that you may be complicit in your own you're doing self-inflicting wounds every day by just participating it's the most well, strange that's feeling absolutely correct um the, I, I'm always amazed and amused when i see people running off and they say where are you going you know where they're going this white Jesus up there, and I'm thinking, but you, 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 gods were removed from you. You know, whether you're First Nations or Maori or Aboriginal or African, you, you, gods removed from you and replaced with this colonial god. This and the god. dogma, yeah. and it's ridiculous. And we sent a, we lean into it so heavily, and we enforce it. We are, we've become our own gatekeepers. We practice power in their own, in the, in the ways that was. <laughs> By in the template, as your daughter so well put it, it's just, it's maddening sometimes. I mean, what does intergenerational trauma, well, how does that manifest, like psychologically and physically, I guess, for, I guess, the modern day Canadian youth? Well, I am, I'm part of the, the diaspora. I am from Barbados originally. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the, the thing is that the trauma, you know, epigenetics, it, it gets attached to itself. It attaches itself epigenetically um, to DNA. And so that, that trauma gets passed on from generation to generation. The fear of, of having to live within this society of how are people going to react the fear of young black men walking down the street and and having some people pull their purses closer to them or the police stopping you because mothers and fathers but especially mothers are then put in the position of having to teach their children how to survive in this society this is which how is not something that white people have to do it's just taken for granted go out there and live your life we have to teach our do this, walk this way, speak this way, dress this way, you know, and it's tiring and, it, and it's draining. And so that gets passed on from generation to generation. The things, the, the, the fact that certain things have never been acknowledged, like systemic discrimination, the, 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 um, the role of Canada in slavery and the fact that we had slave markets here. And, and escaped from the, from the south and came north were sent back that you know we had people in this society who sent them back that we had prime ministers who were racist as hell mm-hmm. the university <clears throat> in which i teach mcgill i mean it's founder held slaves he was a racist ryerson university here in toronto once again start head of the reservation he conceived that idea and it's just ridiculous well but this is it and when you say something about it people get you know Say, no, 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 we don't want to talk about that. What about I world? I think it's, it's threatening for them to talk about it because I said it means challenging everything you've known, challenging their very, very, very foundation. And I feel like, you- like, I feel like when I have that conversation, I tend to crush people's dreams because, like, if I'm walking around with this in my head and then I can't speak to somebody, it feels like I'm racial gaslighting. But, like, somebody might say, but black people are racist too. And I'm like, that's literally, I'm like, no, it's a reaction to tears. And, yes. and when you hear that these things, it's so hard to acknowledge. You end up feeling like uh, just this kind of insanity. And I don't know how, how else to put it. Um, <laughs> I guess well, one... you know it does have uh, effects upon your system. Stress. Uh, it messes with your metabolism. Um, people, as you say, get, get, get headaches, hypertension, diabetes, all kinds of stress, uh, stress and symptoms are, uh, are associated with the stress of racism, the racism that people carry every day. The, the fi- you know, I, I tell people, you know, I, I, it, there's a thing that if I go, I, sorry, I was in court and I was the, uh, um, the professional witness uh, and I went there and there was a woman sitting next to me in court and she was quite and everything and you know I didn't care she sat there and the judge came in and said to the lawyer is Dr. Lashley in the court and the lawyer pointed towards the back where we was sitting and said yes yeah, she's sitting in the back well the judge turned was this disheveled white woman huh? and said Dr. Lashley oh my goodness yeah the, the assumption the assumption, yeah, the assumption of, oh I hate that it's yeah. just that it's, it's all these little moments these micro I guess how about this understand you mentioned this earlier that 
when black Canada has a very interesting history and a deeper history with racism that we tend to admit. When is the genesis of Canadian history, like Canadian black history? Because I know that Halifax has a very unique history. They have a deep-rooted history of running back. Where did, it's almost, where does black history begin in Canada? That's, that's well, my main that's question. We don't. Because it wasn't taught to us in the schools, right? Raised. But what black people and First Nations were taught, you know, First Nations were the Indians on the reservation, you know, you had to get the land. Black people at the most were the porters on the trains and once in a while a musician. But our contribution, our academic and scientific and all those other contributions, like any other human recognized so even now when people talk about black history month they're always quoting american statistics there it is mm-hmm. and they, they're always talking about martin luther king they're always talking about rosa park they can tell you who rosa park is there it is the first she's on the bill but no one will ever no, i can barely no, yeah. say that i can even say i'm complicit i don't know i'm pretty <laughs> sure i i'd like to know what <laughs> in fact i wish i think i know what she did but i also know that that's complete <laughs> nonsense she refused to go and sit in the peanut gallery. She says, no, I paid for a first class ticket in this theater, and I'm going to sit here. There it right. is. And they took her to court because it was illegal for white people and black people to mingle. Wow. And it's just these small acts of rebellion. I mean, could I ask you one? Um, when is it? When? I actually don't even know. I'm just, you've actually answered so many levels of this. What do we need to do right now as you? How can we take care of ourselves? You know, that's... Well, you have to look after your mental health. <laughs> you have to pace yourself. Yeah. You have to do not give in to the anger. Whatever you do, yeah. channel that anger into action. Mm-hmm. Mobilize, 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 mobilize your friends. But stay away from violence because you know what? The anarchists will come in. Yeah. They will destroy things. And you're going to get blamed for it because as a black man, you're all assumed to be dangerous and uh, people are afraid of you automatically and God help you if you're mus- muscular or if you're tall I mean the, the research bears this out this is not something that I'm in my head oh, no. so make sure make sure that you have your education because you have to beat this with your brain you're not going to beat it with brawn 100%. because what we need to do is to get the sons and daughters of those who created the template to see that they have inherited a privilege which they haven't earned. And there it is. I mean, I, I think you... Oh, I, that was fantastic. I have one final question for you before I let you go, and this is a bit of a meaty one. Um, you brought up gender just now, uh, male, female. I'm a young black man, but then I know that in history, we've known that trans people have existed throughout different cultures, and you mentioned been raised across African and na- native cultures. What yeah. could you speak to the role that maybe trans trans bodies might have played in our history and why it's so difficult for us to accept them now? And I'm glad that we're coming together on this point, but finally happening and what was lost? It's a, I don't know how to I barely know the well, question. Really, you know, that I, in the Philippines, they really value their trans people, you know. And and I am glad to see that the First Nations are bringing it back the two mm-hmm. spirit mm-hmm. Having a much 
more difficult time in the black community, whether yeah. it's in Africa or the Caribbean or where have you, to accept our LGBTQ people. And I think, again, I think that that is something that was given to us by colonial powers, yep. where they said, this is not acceptable behavior, you know. Uh, and we, having been treated the way we were treated historically, tried to fit in. We tried because, you know, every take everything away from somebody it's almost we were almost manchurian candidates we, we have to emulate them mm-hmm. you know we, we we were turned into these strange creatures that are bred on these rules manchurian That's right. candidates. and so we have continued only now that you're seeing people not rejecting their sons and daughters and 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 not actually ostracizing them not they, they didn't only reject them they ostracized them and said you can't even come into house some of them declared them dead. We're only seeing now that people are starting to say, this is not, and this is hurting me. Why am I continuing this? So, uh, you know, I'm pleased to see the movement. It's got a lot of way to go. But I want to see that, as I said to you, a whole bunch of people, all these persons of color, whoever they are, you stick them all in this one bag. Mm-hmm. One group with a bag all to themselves, and the other ones get thrown into this together and they have to fight for space and there's to Ridiculous. fight each other for the supremacy of pain I think now what this new situation in the states has done is that it's brought to the fore the fact that have been fed against each other fighting for the scraps mm-hmm. and so now <laughs> you're seeing um, black people trans people gay people um, first nations people all these people getting together and saying Occupy this space together rather than fighting for mm-hmm. an inch mm-hmm. of the space, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing because that gives us unity. Don't forget, there there are more so-called persons of color on this than there are one particular um, pheno- phenotype. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's the perfect way to put it. And it's really tough. To, like, I bet your job gets very difficult when it comes to discussing phenotypes, and <laughs> and when it comes to educating that it's some things are not real and they're just pure difference it's like um a color on a rainbow mm. you know what i mean well precisely so i mean if, if somebody gets hurt and i give blood and they, and they go to the hospital and they have to get a pint of blood they don't say to the doctor don't give me the blood it might come from a first nations or or, or from a black person <laughs> or, or someone with yes, green yeah. eyes or blue eyes now they're letting gay people give blood again but you know it's like you need a pint of blood jackass shut up you know <laughs> what i mean there you are a breath Dr. Lashley, let me say that right. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Jason, you have any yeah. mad questions? I'm sorry I took that over so much. No, boy. it's cool. Actually, well, there's there's just one question I have, and, and it's mainly based on the fact that, you know, as far as we learned in school, um, the war against, you know, racism, especially black racism, um, started, you know, just in the early 20th century, right? So um, I just wonder, like, just the beginning right this whole since then right and maybe how you know how long is this actually going to take you know do you have any ideas of how it may actually form out to yeah be? how do cultures how long do cultural interactions last usually before they become something that's yeah. concrete and and not questionable well, i don't think that this is going to stop until one side accepts that inadvertently or deliberately they're complicit in what's 
right. unless that happens we're going to keep fighting each other because one side is going to say you're stepping on my corn and the other one is going to say no i'm not and keep on filing their nails while they stand on your corn there that's totally true that's that's the solution essentially yeah just honestly owning up talking about history honestly because we do have a very funny version of telling history the yeah. whitewash the sizing the colonial i don't want to call it whitewash because that's it's lazy but like generally just the col the colonial erasure of history throughout that we're all educated into it's it's passed down generation to generation How and long then does it take to filter it out you know yeah and i'm just yeah. it's gonna take a long time but i'm really glad we have people help us um the podcast is called lost in the woods and you're helping us get out of that wood I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Keep in touch. Have a great yes, evening. We will for sure. Day. Take care. Good luck to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cool. Ooh, we just did that.